Why do salmon swim upstream despite the threat of the bear? Because laying down the foundation for the next generation is worth the risk. This is the Upstream Podcast hosted by me, Salmon Like the Fish, where guests share their pearls of wisdom that could have only been realized through the journey against the current of life. Your presence here and now is no mistake. Keep your ears and your heart open. There is something for you to gain. All right, welcome to the next episode of the Upstream Podcast with Salmon Like the Fish, which is me. Uh, I'm here today with two legends, uh, actually, I'm not sure who's listening right now because these two legends are are ninety four percent of my listenership. One legend, <laughs> <laughs> one other. Uh, but uh, if you've listened in the past, uh, you know actually who does listen is um, oh, uh, Glenn. Eddie. Eddie Glenn listens, so they know you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So there's some people out there. So we're legends. I, 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 I think so. <laughs> no, you guys are legends to me. <laughs> Uh, so I have uh, Chris Tuffle. Can I use your last name? Is that okay? Yeah, it's your fine. government name is okay. Yeah, that's fine. It's wrong, but you know it's okay. Is it Tuffel? No, it's, it's fine. You're good. This is like you're, a bougie you're, way you're, to say you're it. Too full. It's too like, full. It's, you, you ate too much. You're too, too full. Too full. Yeah. Oh shoot! Yeah, it's in my notes. You'll never forget that now. You know, actually, I've been spelling Dan's name last name all wrong for like so long, uh, and Arlene had to correct me. She's like, "Isn't Dan like one of your best friends? How do you spell his last name wrong?" And now I'm not even trying to spell it. I think it's P I T R E. Correct. How did I spell it before? Many spelled it wrong most yeah. of my life. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I apologize, you know. I, I'm all right. Well, uh, uh, if you <laughs> we're guys... We're off to a good start here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <laughs> terrible. Crush uh, If you guys don't know, uh, we're a pretty legendary uh, uh, CrossFit competition team called Jumbo Shrimp and Fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have heard of us. Uh, if you've been to a local competition and seen people, uh, three young, fine gentlemen in the Masters Division who end up in... Usually on the podium. <laughs> Yeah, usually usually on the podium or looking at it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from afar. <laughs> uh, yeah, the master's vision, I love it. You know, actually, uh, the the way this whole thing started, right, was you two had been uh, jumbo shrimp. Yes. I'm still confused to this day of who is jumbo and who is shrimp. Obviously, Chris is taller. You would assume he's jumbo, but you don't I, know what Dan's kind of. I think we need to ask the originator, Eduardo. The creator? That's a, Eduardo made yes, that Yes, we need to I make think, sure that's on record. I, I think Eve is actually going to contradict that statement. She'll, no, no, she'll no, no, give no. credit to it. No. Okay. No, no, no I'll never forget. No, it, was Saturday, it was Saturday Wad. I know that. It was no, Saturday, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was like a Thursday night Wad. Okay. I'll never forget. Okay. You looked at me. I looked at you, and you winked, and I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this. Um, And it, Eduardo was like, your team name is? And we just sat there, and we looked at each other, and essentially, he's like, Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> and we just he's like, I, I love got, how you use Eduardo's vocal slang. <laughs> I mean, he was just like, we got to start class. It's, it's jumbo it's, shrimp. It's jumbo shrimp. I love that. I yeah. love that. Okay. It, you know, and at the time you guys had done one or two competitions at that point, right? When, mm-hmm. when I just inserted myself into your team, we, we were friends, but like we weren't like super, super, super tight at the time, right? And I'm like, guys, we should do a three-person team. It could be jumbo shrimp and fish. And you're like, all right, yeah, let's do, let's do it. It and worked. It worked. Oh, it, it worked. worked. Yeah, it worked. And uh, what was the first comedy? Was it actually Asbury Park? Asbury, I think it was our yeah. first comedy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we've been uh, thick as thieves ever since. I, those were like really great times, right? And so this uh, is actually how this uh, podcast episode came about, right? Is because mm-hmm. Chris had posted on Instagram on a story just some old shots of uh, Asbury Park Summer Games, mm-hmm. and what I love about those pictures is that. Um, it's so official. Like we, you, you, there, whoever was the uh, cameraman or woman or whoever, camera person, mm-hmm, right? 2021, mm-hmm, I gotta yep, be respectful. Yep, yep, right, right, camera, true, right, yeah. true. Uh, is, uh, they make you look like an all-star, you know? 
no matter what you look like or no matter what lift, they catch the right moment. And mm-hmm. for us, they happen to catch the right moment every time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so when you posted those uh, shots and you were like, oh, I can't, you know, I miss this. I miss this feeling and this comp feeling. Um, I was, was kind of like, man, like, yeah, you know what? Like the comp thing is kind of dead right now. I know some comps did happen uh, over the past like six to eight months or so, like kind of things opening up from COVID. But that there was like kind of a surge in it, and then you don't really hear anything about it since, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you guys had done Empire Wars at, uh, at Empire Fitness slash Elmwood Elmwood Park. Yeah, Crosswood. Cross. Uh, Crosswood Elmwood Park, right? Yep. Elm, is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these freaking names. <laughs> yeah. So, um, by the way, I wanted to tell you guys this, but I wanted to do it in an official way. I want you to know I really wanted to be there to support you guys that day. Uh I really, really did. And I was so torn because I had a good friend, Ramo. That's the guy that did the art piece for right. the podcast, right? Okay, right, right, okay. Yeah, so um, he decided he wanted to move to California. So he he transferred from Apple in Philly to Apple in California. And it was like two-week notice. You know, like he had to move right then and there. So he was like, oh, um, mm-hmm. I can come by Friday, crash with you, and then we can go hiking. And then, uh, then I'll just, after that, I'm just basically driving to California. So I was like, oh. I got the guy's competition, but then if I tell him, "Hey, can I go see my? Can we go see my friends and make it a thing?" I didn't want him to see. I didn't want it to seem like not special, you know, that I was. So uh, you know, I had to. Like, you would have. You would have been like, "What are we doing?" Here? Yeah, he'd be I like, what, "What is this about?" Like, I don't understand why you're taking. I thought this yeah. was time for us. <laughs> and he's like really one of my really good friends, you know, um, like a brother to me. And this is the guy we we played in a band together. Like I was the fire, right? So I was super conflicted. And especially, uh, again, this is the legend of Jumbo Shrimp and Fish. These are the same uh, Dan and Chris who came all the way to Texas to uh, to watch me do a competition as a surprise. Oh, that was a fun trip. Yeah. That oh, was my great. gosh. That was, was amazing. To see you guys walk through the... I have it on camera. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, documented that, I documented that whole thing. Yep. That was amazing. Yeah, the, <laughs> the video, the montage, the video montage. I had that whole idea. To just Can you to, explain to, what you did in that montage for anyone who's listening? No. So I went to from when I walked to or from, I guess, the train ride from my house to Chris's office and then Chris's office to uh, from what? We took yeah, the, the subway to the airport. Yep. Airport to fly to Texas, Texas to get the car rental, car rental to get to the hotel, and the next morning to go see you. Yeah, we documented the whole thing. Taking video, some pictures, the entire time mocking you. Yeah. Making like Sal's going to cry when? The 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 worst part about it was when he was like, oh, Sal's probably crying now. I was like, I am. (laughs) did he know? Uh, It's funny. We. I don't know if you guys saw on on the kitchen table there. There's like these like sh- little like sheets of paper that are like yeah all I saw that like the, like story yeah. starters almost. yeah so they're conversation starters yeah. so we we were just playing that for dinner this evening and then one of the questions was uh uh our uh, Sammy asked me she's like oh Sammy's my eight year old she says uh, oh daddy this one says what's your favorite surprise and I I, I wasn't thinking um I wasn't thinking anything at the time and then Arlene goes oh I know. So I thought Arlene was going to say the time that she surprised me for my 25th birthday. And she goes, uh, no, no, no. Uh, the time Chris and Dan visited you in Texas. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was the best surprise <laughs> ever. That was way better than the 25 birthday party surprise. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> which is terrible. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing about comp season, it really got me thinking, like, all right, so if there are no competitions right now, like, what are we supposed to do, right? And so 
I've, I've seen this before. You know, you have the CrossFit Games, and then athletes will post, oh, it's sewing season because it's over, right? So now it's training for the next season. So I thought that'd be a really good topic for us to talk about because it's so, uh, you know, like relative to like life, right? Absolutely. Um, and I figured, you know, Dan's been joking around saying, uh, are you going to tell, tell us about the marathon story? You know, you're going to put, you know, get us down on one knee and just like. Yeah, like we're a bunch of kids. All right, kids, gather around <laughs> yeah. for the story, take a knee. Get a campfire out here. Yeah. Um, so I will tell you about this story. You know, I, I will tell you this. I Overall, as an experience of New York, it's too much for me. Like, it felt like, um, you know, like when you're getting to that age, like where you, you like going out is kind of like, oh, I'm too tired. For yeah, this, getting this, to that this, age. This no, yeah, well, we're, we're there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having anniversaries of that age right <laughs> now. Like, I'm telling my fifth anniversary yeah, of yeah. that age. Is yeah. this not the, the, the latest podcast you've done and for master's divisions like how late it is at night right now i should be asleep this is uh it's 11 o'clock right now on a friday night which is kind of funny with it i mean this is what we do this is what we do to hang out you know <laughs> uh but i could think of no b- besides lifting but i know um uh chris right now has a bum bum uh so <laughs> <laughs> what a bum bum isn't there a reggae song what a bum uh, there, has bum. To, there has to be <laughs> absolutely bum, bum, bila, bum. no just me <laughs> Uh, Filipinos love reggae, by the way. So I grew up with all this stuff. Noted. So, <laughs> no doubt. Noted. Um, where was I? I got so lost. Yeah, so the... the like, For the record, it's a thick bum bum. A, th- so a thick bum bum. Three C's. Three C's. And, and nothing Thank is reaching you. the bum bum's pain. Uh, the massage gun is not working. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like being in New York during, during that marathon, it was uh, it was so loud. Like being, you know, like when you get to the... I don't know. For some people, it's 28... 35, whatever. Uh, I think around like 25, 26, I was like, I can't do these club things. It's too loud, too, too, too much commotion. Um, so this was like the most, uh, the most production I've ever been in a marathon, right? So it took place in the city, but the start line was in Staten Island. So mm-hmm. rather than drive to Staten Island and then have Arlene take the kids into the city by Central Park and wait for me for seven, eight hours, we decided to stay in the city. And I've never stayed in the city before overnight. I've only kind of gone in and gone. Really? Never. No. Wow, okay. I always thought that was bougie. I, 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 I lived in New Jersey. Like, <laughs> what am I New Jersey. You say New York City. It's, <laughs> I don't know. You travel I, over the world to go to New City. You yeah. can go there in 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. I, it's, I just thought it was weird, you know? I never had a reason to stay in the city. Uh, so we stayed at this hotel that was just a few blocks away from Central Park. So I had to wake up at 5.30 in the morning, 5.15 in the morning, get ready, take an uber because i didn't want to get lost in the subway mm-hmm. right uh, I, i'm terrible with the city or I, I stabbed yeah. I yeah or stabbed or shot or you know anything i don't want any, i don't want any trouble i don't yeah. i don't want anything to impede me from getting there on time because i had to get to the ferry to go to staten island by 7 a.m like that's when it left right so get in the uber and the guy starts driving and he says oh, all the roads are blocked and then he makes this comment he's like i'm gonna run out of manhattan to drive in I'm like, bro, this is like your job. Like, this should not be my concern. Like, you should know where you're going. Then I realized if you're an Uber driver, you're not really like a professional New York City cab driver. Like, you don't know no, all you that. Had, you had a car yeah, no. that yeah. qualified yeah, to be yeah, an yeah. Uber driver. Yes. Right. And some Kleenex yeah. to clean your car. That's yeah, it. that's it. So, nice enough guy, though. But uh, we actually did make it there with good time. I think it was 15 minutes. Uh, you know, and like I said, the subway thing, I don't understand. I don't understand this avenues and the streets. Is it avenues and streets? Yeah, yeah. the grid system. I don't know yeah. what that means. That's gibberish to me. 
Dan's really good at like numbers. It's a grid. It's, I, it's I, a number I, grid. Yeah. Your brain's wired differently than me. I'm 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 wired for like you emotions. Have, you have emotions. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't have I don't have those Boy anymore. Boy Street is happiness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where's ha- Where's Joy Street? I know where that is. I know where sadness is. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. By the way, this episode is brought to you by June Shine. <laughs> Uh, June Shine Kombucha, hard kombucha. Did you guys know that? Well, Dan, can you explain what you found talk, talk today? Talk about bougie. So super <laughs> yeah. bougie. I'm in Whole Foods, name drop, and I'm looking for you know an alcoholic beverage to bring to Sal's house, and I'm looking through the the uh, refrigerator of of Whole Foods, and I see that you know they have the kombucha section, and you're walking through it, and they have hard kombucha, and I'm like, you know what, hard kombucha. That, that sounds Genius. like it's something I need to get into right Genius. now because I'm not going out anymore. And uh, I'm like, oh, hard kombucha, no problem. Acai berry hard kombucha. Uh, we had the most bougie bro hangout. Ever. Like the snacks that we have are, uh, the, I should say, the snacks that Dan and Chris brought were so high level quality, like no green, no tap. I saw no tapioca. Like when was tapioca not a good thing? I, I don't even ah, know. Yeah. Hugh Kitchen pizza thingies. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, yeah, the, the pizza uh, crackers. Yeah, they, and or, those like puffy things. Those, uh, like, the lesser evil protein yeah. puffs. Oh my God, they were phenomenal. Almonds too. So bougie. Some dried mango and, and there. Dried mangoes. The dried mango. And we squeeze the bag, Ooh, the test, the squeeze. Yep. The squeeze bag test. If you know, you know. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> so bougie. So uh, let's see. So then I get to the ferry, right? And um, the ferry is like, I don't know, a 25 minute ride to Staten Island. Then in Staten Island, I have to take a coach bus. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm out. Yeah, so the coach bus was. It's and the crazy thing is, I mean, the New York City Marathon's expensive, but like, you're covered for everything. So the ferry, the coach bus, and all that. But the coach bus. What was do you another, think, a voucher, or how does that work? No, I just tell them you're a marathon runner. I guess so. I guess because yeah, I, I had nothing I'm to. I'm gonna prove try that it. that day. Yeah, I'm a marathon runner. I, I had nothing to. Well, did I have anything? I don't think I no. I had my number on me. I guess that was like your bib yeah. number. Yeah, like, bib yeah, number. bib number. What's your number? Uh, I guess one, my two, bib number. Four, nine. So then, sure. uh, that was like another twenty-five minute drive. So I get there. My start time is supposed to be nine thirty, but uh, I get there at like eight o'clock now, and now I have to wait until nine thirty to to or nine fifty-five to line up. Anyway, we don't start running until ten thirty, and uh, from the moment I started to the end of the marathon, it's, it's just constant noise. Like it's like so hype, like. Imagine like the, how it felt that like um, Asbury, like just mm. on fire energy the whole time, mm-hmm. but for four hours. I mean, can you wear your own music if you want? That's, you how, that's how loud it was. I couldn't even hear my music. You're allowed to wear music. I, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And who's playing? Like, where's the noise coming? Is it from music? Is it from freaking speak? everything and everybody and everywhere? So in, it's, in it's, it's, pe- it's people cheering. Bam, bam. It's uh, DJs, bands, like Good full like bad. rock bands. Uh, uh, like Latino bands, rock bands, reggae bands, uh, like playing for the marathon. Yeah, like in different places, you know. So like wherever you're going, there's someone doing something. Sure. Of, of like several like marching bands, you know. <laughs> it was just like out of, you know. It was funny. There was actually a DJ posted right out of a funeral home, and I thought that was the most a lot. Like the like the dude is on the ones and twos right in front of this. Funeral home, and I'm like, this is so New York, man. I can't, I, I like can't it. even. I like it. I can't even. Funk flex. Oh Drop, my god. Dropping bombs. You know what? I'd never heard that sound. That's very unfortunate. I love that sound. It's a great the, sound. the reggae horn. It's a great, <laughs> yeah. it's a great sound. So uh, yeah, so the whole time it was just like really, um, 
just like a lot, you know, and you know, I love listening to a Pulte Pop, you know, this, yeah. I love listening to like motivational speeches, mm-hmm. like, especially during long runs. I couldn't hear anything. And so it was really frustrating and it was super tense. Um, and like, as you're running, it's like you're weaving in and out of traffic. Like, cause wherever you're going, there's always someone in your way. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's very different from the Lake Placid Marathon where like you go like 20, 30 minutes without seeing anybody. You really? Know? Yeah. Yeah. Because so are you, are you there, like release times or like you start like at 1030, someone starts at 11 o'clock, 1130 yeah. or like on the half hour or whatever it is. Yeah. At this one in New York. Yeah. They had to have several of them. So you're like putting corrals and then you go like, you know, with that corral and then they set off the next one. So every time they're doing the national anthem. And every time they're shooting off this cannon, they're doing the national anthem for, for every, every wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super America, you know. Yeah. Now, like, I want a guitar riff. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And the poor lady, she sang the same. It was the same oh, person. Oh, live. Not yeah. even a fucking. No. Not even a st- like somebody no. else is coming. It was the same lady. Uh, she was a, a past New York City Marathon comp- uh, finisher, and so she was there on deck Man. for each one. <laughs> And uh, so back, even back in the beginning, like when they did the anthem, like, okay, now we're going to shoot off this cannon. No one told me how loud this cannon was going to be. So I was like, oh, it's cool, super cool. <laughs> oh, my God. I, it's a it, cannon, bro. Dude, I was, I was, my ear was ringing. Like, I was like, is this what it feels like <laughs> to be in war? Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm sure I'll fight somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's just like messed me up. Catch these hands. Yeah. So, uh, but um, the, the one thing that was kind of like a, a lesson to me was, I, you know, just like in CrossFit, you know, how like you go out too hot and you, 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 you know you messed up, right? Everyone knows Rich Froning. He's like the king of pacing, right? So, my, you know, my whole goal was sub four. And uh, so I'm with the sub four corral. And so we start running and I'm following the tr- uh, the pacer. And so the pacer has like a sign that says four, mi- uh, four hours. So I'm following him. Then I'm like, yo, these guys are so slow. Like I can't, I can't, I can't run this slow. So I was like, all right, feel good. I'm going to push it. So uh, I think around mile 17, I actually ended up catching up to the 355 pacer. And I was like, oh, I'm really going to break this up for. Then I went to get a cup of Gatorade and I could not catch up to the 355 guy. He was with, just gone. With marathon running, is that that significant going from four hour pace to the three hour 55? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it, it's like seconds. Like they're trained to run at that particular pace. Yeah. So the, these pacers, they're like in uh, New York uh, Roadrunner like certified pacers you know gotcha. so for them it's like they are like the a metronome they're just yeah they're just, yeah they're like a navy seal like just got a, just very calculated mm-hmm. and so they'll even have different ways of pacing so some pacers will do the same uh the same mile pace like consistently but others will do like a negative split or a positive split so mm. you, you get faster and faster or or you vary you know depending on whatever the pacer wants to do so uh once i got to the 355 and then got that drink uh, gone. I never saw him again. And then around like mile 22, 23, there was just, I think it was 57th. I don't know. I'm, I'm terrible with New York city, but it was like, emotion. they should probably call it heartbreak hill. I think it actually might it be is, yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, th- it just was like a steady incline just went on forever. And you know, here, like I'm used to training Hills and I think it's really helped me with marathon. But like it was just like a low grade constant, and I'm just like, when is this thing gonna end? So it's right before you get into Central Park. Park. Yeah, and so at that point, like all of my miles had been uh, sub ten up until then, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I saw the four hour guy pass me, and I'm like, damn, 
ah, I was so close, you know. Weren't you doing, was that at 10.02, I think your pace was? Uh, my pace was actually 9.12. Oh, I, I remember looking at the app and just be like, shit, this is it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Is, that, oh, Rissell. you mean 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you mean like in the, around that time. It was like, yeah, yeah. It bumped up to like 10 something. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And it was funny. I have this friend, uh, uh, Matthew Hebloom. He, we went to high school together. We weren't that close in high school. But then somehow we got connected through uh, social media and he wanted to get into running. So we actually ran a half marathon together. And it's funny because like back then I was much faster. I was really into the running. But now he's he's doing like sub, he's doing like 330, 340 marathons like routinely. He paces. And actually he he uh, he trolled me the other, the other week. He said uh, he sent me a picture of a, mar- a half marathon that we did together. Mm-hmm. I think I did it in like 137. And he he sent me the picture and said, you used to be fast. <laughs> oh, you want to yeah. pay a little visit for him? Yeah. Give, give, us, give us his address. We'll take care of this guy. Wow. That's no, good dude. Good dude. All good fun. But he was actually one of the people that motivated me actually to, to do this in the first place. And you took that personally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he texted me during so the... Just put his address on a poster <laughs> right now. Slide it across Jordan, the table. Michael Jordan. Oh, and I took that personally. He, he actually texted me in the middle of the race. And because I had my headphones on, you know, you get the text message in your ear if you have the, the beats, you know. Right, right. So uh, it was like mile like 1920. He's like, you're going to make sub four. And I'm like, oh, pressure. You know, I heard like uh, the under pressure in my head, you know. How do you sing it? Can, can, can you guys? Sing? I'm not, I'm not going to. No? Uh, no, no one's going to try to sing it. I have the singing it? mic, so I guess. Yeah, you do have the singing mic, you know. I'm a, think, uh, I'm think of. <laughs> Think Vanilla Ice theme. Boom, 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 boom. You know, actually, but, uh, my uncle bought me the Queen album uh, where that Under Pressure was on there. And I was yeah. like, they stole this from Vanilla Ice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I uh, I didn't know any better. The best know. of the interviews when he tries to defend himself. There's a little, little extra ting in there somewhere. There's some fun interviews out there. He okay, defended to def- himself? Hey, of course, he's Vanilla Ice. He's going to say, no, I did it. Of course, he's going to be Under Pressure? Him. He defended it. He tried, that's no, no, ins- it wasn't me. That's insane. Um, so uh, let's see. So then, towards the end of the race, you know, the Central Park thing was just grinding it out. And the weird thing, so I finished it right in four hundred one oh seven, which is good for me, um, considering the last time, the best, the last best time I had was three fifty six, and I was one sixty five. Uh, so only running, and then uh, this was like two thousand seven, right, something like that. And mm-hmm. so now I'm like thirty five, forty pounds heavier, and I did it in four hundred one, which is. For me, like, you know, you guys know, like, with CrossFit, it's really good. Uh, one of the benefits is you can kind of adapt to other sport and stuff like that. So you could be stronger. Back then, like, I, I could run fast, but I couldn't, I probably couldn't back squat at 135 pounds or probably right. definitely couldn't snatch, you know, maybe not even a barbell, had zero flexibility, still have minimal flexibility, but getting better, <laughs> like but getting better, better you know? Better. But then also, like, you don't have the camaraderie. Like, you know, the camaraderie that we developed at, uh, at, at CrossFit GSP was, yep. like, I mean, you don't. I mean, you can't have that with running if you join a running club. But I was not into it that much that I would join yeah, a running club. That's not the same, though. It's very, very, very different. It's very different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it was. But the the strange thing was after completing. Um, so I crossed the finish line, uh, get my medal. Then I'm like, dude, I gotta sit down. So I sat down, and uh, after like ten minutes, I, I really couldn't move. I was so like exhausted. I, my legs were locking up. So this guy comes over to me and says, uh, he's a volunteer. He says, uh, you need to get up and start walking. Um, and I'm like, can you give me a few minutes? He's like, do you need a medic? And I said, I don't think so. He was like, well, if you can't get up, I'm going to have to call a medic to what just up? to evaluate you. You have to move. And I'm like, wow. And because of like the, the marathon and everything and, and the COVID precautions, there were no spectators at the end. So I'm like by myself. Uh. 
it's I've never done a race or a competition where I didn't have like family, loved ones like around. So I had to walk back to where uh, my wife and kids were and my two friends, uh, Tom and Mel, they came to, uh, to support. And where I had to walk, it was like a, like a, like nobody there on that street. And I was like, this street is lonely. Like, this is sad. This is like, sad street. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I found <laughs> sad street. Like <laughs> that, like I didn't have to know the avenues. Sad street is just. Babe, I'm on sad street. <laughs> and I was like, this is sad. And I was like, Wow. This is weird, like not having the support, but then seeing the kids just like lit me up oh, right of course. away. Also, yeah. also, too, I saw I saw Mabes. Oh, that her was, surprise that oh, was dope. I would have lost it right that there. That was dope. I would have so, lost it. So yeah, shout out to Mabes. A couple of things. I I saw Mabes like randomly. She did text me uh, or, or in, message me on Instagram and saying that she was going to be there and, and she was going to look for me. But I mean, I mean, dude, uh, you yeah, know? right. Of course, I, I don't even know you she was tracking. I have no idea who was be? tracking me. You know, I I wasn't handing out like my tracking number or anything. Right. Uh, and then I saw Juan. Do you know Juan from the gym? Juan from the gym. Yeah, Juanico. Oh, you're not on Instagram, but um, he comes in the morning. Why is that not a derogatory thing? Oh, you're not on Instagram. Because yeah, 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 you're, you're on Instagram. You're on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 you know, whatever. You're on Instagram, so whatever. You have no worth. I got it. I got it. Yeah. You can't afford it, Dan. Is no, that it? That's it. That's exactly it. That's too much. <laughs> I'm spending money on, on are, hard, on hard kombucha. Low, I'm out of money. Class. I'm out of funds. You are low so class. I'm, I spend it on mango and hard kombucha. I'm How are we money. supposed to judge you? Ugh, terrible. I'll get back terrible. on. I'm sorry. <laughs> two stars. You get two stars. Noted. But he's got virus pants on. <laughs> so another boozy. sponsor. Another sponsor. Another sponsor. <laughs> and again, another word from our sponsors, <laughs> June Shine. That, <laughs> uh, they're going to like sue me mm. for like, no, please don't ever mention our kombucha. <laughs> you guys are trash. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so Juan, interesting about Juan. Juan actually... Um, Juan from our gym? Yeah, yeah. You, last you, name? You probably don't... I Actually, you know what? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know his last name. Damn. Works out in the morning? He works out in the morning, and he, he, he either works out by himself, or he's doing the class, but kind of like... Oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goatee. Got him. Uh, yeah. Strong dude. Yes. He is wicked fast. Wicked fast. Like, we know someone that's fast. I'm not going to mention his name right now. He's that fast. And, wow. and way stronger. Like, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. He, he, so he used to, um, he ran cross country in, uh, in high school, but then he also had like a job with, um, he had a job with, uh, uh Nike, like, uh, he was like a Nike pacer. Okay. Yeah. So he like, he, he had told me that he went to, uh, some like training camp with Nike and he was one of the, like the trainers and they rented out like the New Paltz college and like, ev- like all these runners stayed there over the weekend and they all just like trained together. So like, if you ever look at his running times, the guy's insane, insane and okay. to have like that much strength and, you know, um, and to be that fast is remarkable. So I actually saw him in the city and there's this dude I knew from like a youth group, like when I was a kid. And his name is Denny. And the reason I'm mentioning him, him is because I randomly see him at random places at random times in my life, like some strange gnome or some like mythical character that just like pops up into my life, like Jiminy Cricket from... Hey, Sam. Yeah, it's the weird... It's the, you know, like if you ever went to... You guys know Menlo Mall in Edison? No, no. The Menlo, it's like it's it's the big. I'm too busy at Whole Foods. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm no, it's not bougie. It's not bougie. It's not, it's not very bougie. There, then I can't. Sorry. I can't be bothered being it's seen not, there. It's do not they have bougie. Sorry. No, I don't think they do. I, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> too low class. Nope. I'm too busy. Yeah. No. So uh, if you ever went to Menlo Mall as a teenager, you saw him there like every time, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so like I, I was I was running and I was just looking at the crowd and I was like, oh, Denny, and I was like, why does he just keep showing up in my life randomly, just random? Um, 
but yeah, it was it was cool because Arlene and the kids and my two friends were like at the, at the twenty six miles, so I got to see them at least. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, overall, man, like I think the the crowd and the energy was uh, was super hype, and it was a little bit too much for me. But I think that that energy got me to to run faster, right? Because like even at a comp, like you know that stress that you feel. Yeah. Now, is that what makes the New York City Marathon the marathon to run, or is it like the Boston one the one to run, or is it like what makes it like these? Like versus the Lake Placid one you did. You no, know, like well, well, I think it's location. Is I, it, is I think it, it's personal preference, really. Like it depends on your personality. But there is something called the majors. Uh, I'm gonna mess this up. It's the Abbott majors. So it's New York, Chicago. Uh, yeah, ba- Boston or no? Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to say uh, is Miami in Beijing there? or oh, Hong no. Kong? It's one of the Asian areas that that sounds terrible wow um am i gonna get canceled right (laughs) i'm half asian so i can say i'm I'm gonna gonna have kim weigh in on that one later we're recording this uh and then um what is it uh the european country i can't remember which one now anyway if you complete all all five or six of the majors you get like a special medal um, mm. That you've completed all of them, so it's kind of like a thing. In a lifetime, or yeah, in, in, yeah, in kind of like you know, you do the Spartan trifecta. Right, that's, that's what I'm asking. If that's in a year, I was yeah, no, just, but this, this, this is, is like lifetime. lifetime. Yeah. Okay, very cool. but I mean, but this the, is harder, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> but then the Shit. but then the real thing is, uh, Boston is is kind of like the pinnacle because the Boston, like for my age, I would have to do like a 307 or 309 marathon prior to Boston to qualify for Boston. Oh shit! Yeah. However, you, and Boston's the only marathon where you you need to qualify like that. I believe I could be wrong, but um, the other way to get into Boston is to do charity. You can get in that way, but I mean, that's, that's, you, that's you kind of you charity. You kind of don't. Can you I just don't do can that. I just jump in and run it? Uh, you could, but you probably get pulled off the course. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, wow. the security's pretty. What if they, that they can catch me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, if, I, what if I'm if, moving? If you're that fast, what if I'm moving? Just if you're that fast, but um, but yeah, I mean, all of this started was you know during last year during the pandemic and like me going through things I was going through and uh, you know you know what actually got me to sign up was Tosh, you know Tosh from the gym. Yeah, yeah. So Tosh texted me. She's like, oh the um. the they're opening for the New York City Marathon like the lottery and I was like, all right, cool. So I looked. And there was an option to sign up and do the virtual. And if you did the virtual and uh, and raised $500 for Team for Kids, then you get guaranteed entry into this year. So I've, for the past three years, uh, yeah, about three years or so, I've always signed up for the lottery, but I've never got in. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I would always say, oh, God, if you want me to do a marathon, let me get in and I'll do it. You know, that, that was kind of like my kind of like half-assed, like, oh, if it happens, it happens, you know? Right. Um, but then when I saw that it was $500, like, that's reasonable because typically for a charity, it's like 2500 5000 You know, so what was cool is like friends uh, donated, I think within two days, you know, I think you, I saw you did, I think I think you did, I know Eduardo did, um, yeah, my like, sister. I did $499. <laughs> I did one. <laughs> So Ar- we, we got you covered. Arlene was super Jumbo. sweet. She did uh she did two hundred and sixty two like to to signify the marathon twenty six point two. Very adorable. That's, She's very sweet. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, cool. that's my wife. Two dollars right? sixty two cents. That's really nice. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, really balancing the checkbook. <laughs> so um so I did it virtually last year and last year when I did it virtually the app timed out on me as I finished it. So it said congratulations you completed the New York City virtual marathon and then the app just shut down. So my results were erased, which makes zero sense because it's designed to yeah for a marathon. Yes, so 
I contacted uh, New York Roadrunners. Like, sorry, if there's no proof that you did it through the app, we can't give you credit. And if you don't get credit, you can't get guaranteed entry into the the live next year. So I had three more weeks to be able to get it done by. And I did it like one week before the, the thing. I did it much lower, but I did. But the whole point of it is, and this is what I want. Usually I, and I introduce the topic prior to even starting is this whole like sewing season, right? Because we we're talking about competition. And, and um, yeah, like now is the time to kind of like sow those seeds. So that way when competition season does come, like we're ready that we're not like garbage, you know? Because mm-hmm. I mean, there it is good to go to a competition and, and experience that. But I think, uh, you know, depending on the level you're at, like, I think for us, like where we are, we're, I don't know. Can I say this without offending anybody, including myself? Like, I feel like we're like kind of, we're like middle pack, like normal athletes. Like we're not like stopping everything and we're not, we're, we're working full-time jobs. We're, we have relationships, you know, like, like we're not like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, but Yikes. like, it's not like our, it's not our whole life. So like you have other people Absolutely. like who will literally like drop out of college, you know, uh, maybe they're fortunate enough to not have to work, yeah, you know, want to make the sacrifices to go, you know, accomplish whatever they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And- um, but that does, but that's why I love the master's division because you find more people in the master's division who are more like us. Like we're, we're working, you know, we have families, relationships and all that kind of stuff, responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like the, the playing field is more even. But even in that, you know, like there, there's still work to be done. So like if we wanted to, I, I know we, we always go through the uh, postmortem, right? After a competition, what we should have done better. We should have trained this. Everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lifting more, yeah. more cardio, yeah, like, oh, more man. recovery. Let's go back yeah, yeah, seven yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Time travel, all that. Yeah, it's and it's uh, rough, but I think, uh, you know, uh, I think for me, mostly when, when, when we're doing those competitions together, like my mindset is always like, these are my friends. This is a way for us to kind of bond and, and like have a good time. But it never feels nice to be like eight out of 10 or seven or, or four out of 10, you know, yeah. because four out of 10 happens sometimes. Uh, you know, it, it never feels nice. So I'm like, you know what? This is the time. And, and I think we're all kind of working on our athleticism in, in some way, shape or form, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're working on your bum bum. Uh, as as long as <laughs> as long as Dan comes in with his strong cleans, you know, trying, yeah, and uh, you know, from you I have this back thing going on, so I'm trying to do everything I can, but uh, yeah, and I think that really kind of translate to life, right? Because I mean, if I didn't spend the time to train, I wouldn't have been able to do it for. Not that it's special, right? Because of real runners who are only doing running, I mean, they're finishing marathons in three hours and change, you know. But um, but that's still a huge accomplishment, though, to finish finish a marathon. Yeah, a, minute, a marathon, and not only that, with the New York City Marathon, because I'm pretty sure Dan and I couldn't just go out there tomorrow. No, and I'd, I'd be bored. Do to, that. Be bored to tears. Uh, like I feel like 20 minutes. I'm done. This is enough. If yeah. there was 26 miles of Whole Foods, <laughs> yes, maybe. I've done the aisle for 26 miles. Yeah, I can do that. No problem. I'll probably get a sub two hours. And hard kombucha. But <laughs> yeah. I'd be I'd be lit up by the end of the marathon and have a cart full of very very bougie uh, snacks. You know, it is an experience that I, I think you guys, uh, if you weren't going in with like I got to do this as fast as possible, uh, if you were just doing it to enjoy, I mean, like. When you see like a row of like kids putting out their hand and like it's they get so psyched when you slap their hand high five. You see like adults like putting out signs to say uh, "Tap here for power boost." Mm-hmm. I, I saw uh, there were a couple of signs that caught my attention. One was um, uh, no fat chicks. No, no, no. <laughs> one actually said, uh, uh, "At least this isn't Squid Game." 
you know, right. which, which I thought was super cool. That's good. Um, but the one that really helped me out during the run was uh, run your happy pace. Because when I was stressed, I'd watch. What, one thing I learned about running within the past year is like to watch my heart rate. You know, like mm-hmm. so for me, like a one fifty five, one sixty. That's that's more of a relaxed pace. You know, so if I'm if I'm not worrying about my speed, if I just worry about my heart rate, the speed will take care of itself, right? So if I'm like really like stressed out and I see my heart rate's at 175, but no matter how fast I'm going, I'm going to burn myself out. So that's something you can do in a, in a, in a long run workout versus like a CrossFit workout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the whole point of it is like you, you got to do the work to be able to get to where you want to get to. But uh, I know we, we had mentioned this before as we were kind of doing like a little bit of an uh, kind of – opening up the topic a little bit, but this idea that people can get what they want without having to do any work. Right. Mm-hmm. And you did mention like you had like student, you're a teacher, Dan. Right. Yes. And what's your experience like with that? Oh, um, I don't know. Sometimes I, I find, you know, I teach math, uh, everyone's favorite subject. And, uh, you know, some of the times, you know, the kids just, if they don't instantly understand the concept that they just shut down mm-hmm. they like versus like letting it marinate for a minute. So I always try and let it to like, you know, um, Sometimes in marination, you know, marinate meat, like, you know, you don't just throw the sauce in it and go cook it right away. You got a good time to soak in. Like, you just, guys, just give it a minute. Give it two minutes. Give it five. Give it a day. Give it a week. Whatever it is, just give it time to just, or I say downloading a, a, a movie online. It doesn't download instantly. It takes it takes time. So then you have to, you know, put in the time and effort to let it get there. And you'll eventually reach it, but you have to just put in some time, put in some effort to it. So... I find a lot of kids today are trying to get to that point where if you want it, if it doesn't happen instantly, you have to actually work at it and try it. And failing is a part of the learning process and 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 making mistakes and, and struggling and getting, getting back up and going at it again is if, if you want it bad enough, you'll get it. But it takes time and you have to just persevere through it. And some of them just don't have that mentality yet. They just don't have that driving force behind them. Yeah. You know, it's, what sucks is that, you know, even like within terms of like the sowing seeds, right? Some some parents are better at doing that in their kids than others. Like you and Kim are awesome at doing that with your kids. Oh, thank you. Know, you. Like, yeah. And I, I'm always, you know, Arlene and I, I kind of would love to like model you guys more in, in that respect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kim is, can't listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so we could trash Kim all we yeah. want here. Uh, <laughs> when do we start, I, I, I when do we start that? I check my phone for bugs and my, my collar for the bugs. I have full list. Have you ever heard someone about to say 100% and then stop midway? I've never heard that before. I've just heard it now because he was, he was 100. Wait a minute. No, no. Kim, uh, Kim, is, Kim is awesome. She, she she's can, amazing. She can handle it. She dishes it out quite a bit. Yes, so yes. She can take it quite a bit. Yes. Also. She was, she was uh, you know what I love about Kim though? Chris she, is nodding yes, by the way, for the record, <laughs> for the record. No, she's, and she's, you know, she's the best, you know, in terms of you guys with the kids are just Oh, amazing. thank you very much. She's very nice of you. Um, I think Dan does better, but. Yeah, it's but, like 70-30, but whatever. 30-30 is a big chunk for Kim. 70-30. Good for it's good for her. her. It's good yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. It's all about putting the effort, right? Yeah. yeah she does the best she can. That's yeah, 100%. You know, and it's, it's like meat. You got to marinate it and yeah, eventually all that, and all, over and all, time. Yeah. I actually love yeah. that analogy. Now I'm going to think about that. Yeah, you, you'll be on a good marination. You got to let it you sit for a while. You can't force it. You can't do anything. It just takes time. You yeah. can, as much as you want, you can try and change the reality that it is, but it just takes That's it. time. It has a, it's a process. You can overdo it. Yeah, take too much time, but if you want the proper taste of what you're looking for it takes time that's it that's, that's it. it and then the way you're doing it with your kids is like you know you, you were saying how like some parents will uh, they didn't teach their kids math because they quote unquote weren't math right people. so a lot of the time where i have you know packed a school night and i put on a, a show a dog and pony show at this point you know i'm doing this 15 you know 15 years now wow and um you know you joke with the parents and you try and make them laugh and you tell them listen you know i, I joke like giraffes give birth to kids with long necks that's what 
that's genetic. The ability to do math is not genetic because you're not good at math doesn't mean your kid isn't good at math. It's not passed down that way. You know, blue eyes are passed down. Mm-hmm. Math ability is not that. It's that, and I don't say it's their face directly, but like if you don't like that subject, you didn't teach your kid to that, that passion. The same way if like, you know, that parent, I said before, a parent's a Yankee fan, they'll most likely watch the Yankees with their kid and may the kid also then become the next generation of a Yankee fan. Um, a winner. <laughs> oh, 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 a winner. Correct. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I forget what I was saying now. It's just the winner part coming. Um, <laughs> it's the, the winner. I was like, yeah, winner. The winner? No. Um, it just threw you off that much? Yeah, really. So I lost my train of thought. Um, what was I saying? I completely forgot what I was saying there. I really forgot. Oh, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> Jesus. No, so, so I would, oh, with the parents. So, you know, you try and tell them. If you just gotta expose them to to that to that content, just expose it to them, and and it's okay to if they don't if they don't like it, you still expose them to that that idea, and they could still get get better. But don't just close their mind to it and say, oh, I can't do that stuff. Yeah, and it's still necessary. As soon as you say, as soon as you throw up, I can't do that stuff, then it gives them the reason. Well, my parents have a house, and they have all these things that I'm looking forward to having, and they don't have the ability to do math, so I don't need the ability to do math. I don't have to do it. Right. So then that's what it becomes. This next generation of. The same thing, you pass along anything. You pass anything on to your kids, you pass along. But with Kim and myself, we try and practice it, what we preach. I don't just like talk about it, like to be about it. Um, one of those motivational speakers I, I heard on one of the um, motivational, you know, jazz up a free workout kind of thing. He's like, you know, <laughs> don't talk about it, be about it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you just got to, you know, put in the hard work. You got to show your hard work, you know, so. Yeah, you know, and the one thing with hard work is it doesn't just come out like whenever you want it to come out, you know, it just kind of. No, uh, even when you don't want to work out, you yeah. got to pick it up and you got to go and you yeah. grind at it. It's what happens. I was just actually talking to a patient that I'm working with uh, currently and she's like, you know, I just have no motivation to like do anything. Like I don't want to walk, just want to lay down on the couch. I'm like, you need to go outside and just walk the block. You know, you know uh, that's the thing. Like things like that seem so simple to yeah, you. But they, it's, it's the moon. It's, to, so it's, beyond. it's the moon. Yeah. It's, it's not even, it's not even that it's, it's the moon to them. Yeah. yeah the idea yeah. of not going out and walking outside, just going for a walk. Yeah. Which to you seems like just an easy light, yeah. Not even a light day. It seems like a non-day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you work out today? No, I went for a walk. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I do. I other things, other things like that's a wow. You went for a walk today. How yeah, far did you walk? Wow, today? that's amazing. Twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Shit. You know, like, uh, do you know who Jim Rohn is? No. Jim Rohn was actually Tony Robbins' like mentor. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think Tony Robbins? You think he just like showed up on the planet Earth and just was Tony Robbins, right? But he actually. Mm-hmm. You don't think that these guys who like are like kind of mentors nowadays actually had their own mentors. I, I just never assume. Um, but he says, uh, you know, you got to like um, he's the he's where I got that walk around the block thing. He's like, you know, if you're having trouble with exercise, walk around the block. If that's too much, walk to the mailbox, you know, like do something like the, you, you get the low hanging fruit, like whatever is easy. And you create that discipline. And then over time, that discipline's too easy. And then you end up adding one discipline onto the next, you know, Um. But yeah, it's very hard when people are like, some people just want to like kind of uh, relinquish like their life control to that. Like, uh, I, I just hey, can't do it. Excuses for that. Yeah, just, they, yeah. Just, it's too hard. I can't do it. I have bad knees or I have a bad metabolism or I have yeah. a bad whatever. They just don't want to break the habit. Yeah. Because it's easier just to complain about it or else yeah. if, if they fix it, what else would they complain about? Right. You know, I actually had this coworker. Um, it's funny because he just texted me last week, right? And he mentioned this thing that I'm going to mention to you. Like, so him and my other coworker, they, they sent me a picture and they were eating pizza. And every Wednesday at that job, they ate pizza in the evening. So uh, he's like, oh, we miss you, man. Um, 
I'm like, yeah, it was good to talk to you, blah, 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 blah. About like two years ago, uh, we're having like lunch and someone brought in donuts. He's eating this donut, right? And uh, mind you, he's always talking about health because he knew I was a CrossFit, you know, guy or I did CrossFit. Um, so he's eating this donut and he's like, man, I really shouldn't be eating this. And I'm like, dude, like either enjoy it and shut up or don't eat it. Like, why are you going to eat it and then like feel out, bad? Out of frustration. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm just going to eat this last donut then. I have one more. I like, I have one more. Like, just enjoy it, bro. Like, you know, you don't have to have bougie snacks like us. You could, if you, if you want to eat that I mean, donut, like, I, it's, I think it's so much better for people to just, like, not have this desire for a goal and then not to, like, move towards it than to just say, you know what? I don't want it. I don't want fitness. I think you're so much off better, like, saying, I don't want that because they don't have, like, the the state. mental, everybody, emotional Everybody torture. wants it. Please. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah, but, like, it, it's so frustrating. Oh, they Ooh. want the prize. They don't want to earn it. Yes. They want, yeah. they want the trophy. Yeah. But uh, they don't want the work that goes into the trophy effort. That's it. That's it. You got to focus on the skills to get the trophy, not just the trophy. Yeah, you know what? And actually, that that brings another point: is that where like people will, will say that uh, if people have these, whatever, some accumulation of success or whatever. I actually had someone here uh, who had told me, "Oh, uh, you're you're very priv- you're very privileged to live here," and I'm like. That privilege word means something. That means that your parents did something for given you. to you. My parents gave me nothing but my associate's degree education. You know, like my bachelor's degree. I, t- I told Chris about my $117,000 loan from mm. NYU. You know, like I was given, you know, like everything I had, I had to work for. So when people see like any success you accumulated, it's, oh, you just had, you have, or, like someone could look at Chris, right? Who looks uh, like a... Like one of those uh, the models for like uh, Abercrombie. Unique, Abercrombie. Or, hey, I was gonna say name drop. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say Uniqlo, but he's Ugh. probably uh, too tall for Uniqlo. I don't know. But like, <laughs> you, you look at Chris, you're like, oh, he's always had this, you know, always six pack. Like the, the dude's so freaking lean right now. You know, he's like an RP model. Uh, uh, another, another name. Drop. Another name. Drop. Crushing it. We better get paid. So at least throw us a couple dollars to right? pay for my Podbean prescription. I got, I, I got a subscription got to pay 108 dollars a year just to keep myself oh, we got that online. tonight we got that tonight yeah. easily yeah 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 so just just give me a dollar or two i just want to don't have to pay for anything or just venmo venmo me the money guys <laughs> <laughs> but like i mean then that that goes to another thing like you know with with chris uh chris had like a major transformation uh probably going back three and a half four, oh really both of you did yeah, we um, did it together. You guys did it together. You guys both did RP, right? Yes. Can you explain, yep. maybe Chris, explain what RP is, like generally speaking to folks because not everyone knows. Um, I'd say it's just a, I mean, it's a weight loss um, system that basically, depending on what your goal is, I mean, you can do, um, you can do shredding, you can kind of like, you know, with the weight loss or you also do uh, bulking. So there's obviously, it's a template that provides you you know, the ability to, you know, something to follow. Um, and from there, like, this usually lasts about, what, like six weeks? Yeah, uh, I know the three months, actually. The, the original template was three months, and it's macro counting. Right. Teaching you. When you say macros, people, they think, like, what's, what's that? Yeah. And then you say, well, how many grams of fat, carbs, and protein you have in a given meal or day? And people look at you like, what carbs? Yeah, yeah. You carbs are bad this? for you. You can't have carbs. You can't have fat. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Your body needs all those things. It's just in moderation of when you're having it, timing it, timing of it, you know, how your body's processing those foods after a workout versus in the first wake up in the morning, what time of day you're working out, and operating in, in, in a deficit where you're burning more than you're taking in, right? but it's, also taking yeah. in enough food to do the workouts that burn the fat. 
it's yeah. it's eating with a purpose and so yeah. that yeah. It, it fuels what you're trying to accomplish for the day and if it's something that's just from an intense workout like you're good yeah and it's the same as um if you were taking it easy for the day it's like well you know like eat this or don't eat this or this kind of plan it out accordingly yeah because even depending on whether you worked out uh or not it, it would dictate how many you know, fats, proteins, carbs you would have yeah. for a particular meal at whatever time of the yeah. day. It gave you a roadmap. Yeah. And you could follow it. And if you had an off day, you just, that's okay. Okay. Get back on the horse the next day and get after it. Yeah. But. You you too. Like all this sounds like, man, this is my team. I'm the only one with a gut right now. These two have six packs. He's just got biceps now. Like, yo, I'm looking real bad. You know, I tried RP, I think for like six weeks and I got lean. I'm like, yo, I can't do this. This, uh, uh, Your boy's out. Uh, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental grind. You know what it is for me? It was, it was not having the same meal as my kids and my wife. That's what bothered me the most. Cause I have like a Tupperware, mm. my own food, which I really wasn't going to enjoy in the first place. I will place. say I got fortunate. My girls ate a lot of my meal prep. That's awesome. I would, they would, if I'm cutting up, whatever I'm cutting up, they'd go sneak up and grab a few pieces. Uh, and awesome. grab yeah, some I would, pieces I would tell them, pieces. I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'd like, like, I, I weighed that. This is my macro. I, I weighed that <laughs> so you can weigh it back for me or you yeah. put it back. No, but I'm like, get your hands off my food. No, they both ate, they, they, to this day, they still eat peppers. They eat peppers because of meal prep. They, no way. they if on a snack, a, for dinner, they eat like our feet, like almost RP style. They have like a, a piece of protein. They eat their rice. My Josephine loves to eat rice like it's her job. Yeah, yeah. And peppers. Oh, she's half Asian. That's what we do. hundred yeah. percent. I can say that again because I'm Asian. hundred you know? percent. I can make Asian that. jokes also Asian you know, by I, association. I get I get um, so many rights to say because, I'm, you know, I was talking to this uh, to this uh, person that I'm working with again. Um, and he happened to be African-American. And uh, I mentioned something. Uh, I mentioned like a... A, a movie and that happened to be like more predominantly black actors and and i was like yeah you know what if if i wasn't half african i wouldn't be able to say that that'd be kind of weird for me to mention it to you but i'm half african so it's cool he's like yeah it's cool it's cool <laughs> like i told i totally cool, got a better cool, cool i forget what it was now but um but i mean going back to like uh, I, you were already fairly lean I, and i remember um uh, kind of weird that we do this as dudes but we do, right? We share our progress <laughs> pictures, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think we've all seen progress or 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 the progress. I have many topless right? photos yeah. of both of you <laughs> on my phone. I yeah. actually have several that, I, that I've double tapped. Yeah, I've double been tapped. at work and like I, I, one of you guys will send me a picture, and I'm like, oh shoot, they're gonna think I'm looking at dudes. Yeah. Like, on my phone. <laughs> can you give me a minute? I'm looking yeah. at my friend's oh, topless photo. Do you mind? Do you mind? It's day. every Monday morning, guys. Yeah. If you want to know, I had, I'm a Tuesday morning. Okay. <laughs> But uh, Dan, uh, Chris, where were you at? Like in, because um, I mean, you were already pretty strong and, and pretty fit, um, but you really want to work on more physique, I, I think, right? Like, what made you want to make yeah. that change? So, I mean, I think coming from a uh, you know an athletic background, playing sports my entire life, it was something that just again, that kind of what Dan touched upon, like staying in shape, just kind of just it just came natural. Like I didn't have to really try because all I did was play sports. So that was just something that. You know, I, I couldn't out eat what I was doing. And, um, you know, life takes over. And after a while, you're not as active. And doing the regular bro gym, you know, workouts, you're not getting the same intensity. Like, you know, you're trying to work out with your buddies and then your buddies end up talking. And next thing you know, you're there for three hours and you've done two things and you're like, all right, I got to go. So joining CrossFit and after a year or so, I, I really started to enjoy the progress that I was seeing not aesthetically in, in a sense where, you know, I knew what I was capable of and I was like, I'm putting all this effort in and I, I really want to be benefiting. And I'm like, one of the things that I'm missing out on is definitely my nutrition because again, you're in high school, like you eat burgers, you know, you go to McDonald's, you work out, 
go to football practice, you go to, you know, go to basketball practice and you exert all this energy. You do it every, you know, five days a week at least. And uh, after a while, like, you know, when you stop doing that, the eating habits stay and uh, that catches up to you. So, you know, that was my main, my main thing was I'm like, look, if I'm going to put this time and effort in, you know, to show up to class every day. CrossFit class. Uh, yeah, the CrossFit yeah, yeah. class. Yeah, not school, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, you know, something like that. I was like, it's got to make it worth it. it, it you know, it, I always said to people that like six months is going to pass by. And at the end of the six months, I can look back and say, the work that I did, was this worth it? Or am I going to look and be like, shit, I could have just like done this and in six months I would have been where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I wouldn't have to put in that time to do more dieting or do more extra work. Like I would have been there and then I would have been able to just like from there, it's just maintain or, you know, you do whatever you feel comfortable. Like mm. if, if you hit your goal and like, that's all I want to do and then go back to doing what you were doing before. Like that's fine. But like, you know, push yourself. And it was definitely, like I was at an age where, you know, I, I had turned 30 when I joined CrossFit and I think we were like, uh, you know, Dan and I are the same age about, and like, I think we were like 33, yeah, like, you know, just about. and it's one of those things where like, you know what, like people say like, oh, when you get older, you can't, you can't look like this or you can't get abs or you can't like, you know, you can't be this defined or this body fat. Like, no, no, no. And it's like, you know, uh, I'm here to challenge myself. So it's like what they say I can't do, like, let me do it. Yeah. At least let me try. Yeah. Let, let me try. try. And yeah. then I'll be like, you know, he, you know, it was, it was harder or whatnot, but I was like, no, no, like Dan and I did it together. And it was just like, kind of like, nah, like, fuck you guys. You were wrong. Yeah. So yeah. you just not want to put the effort in. It took a lot of time. I got a food scale, the, the containers, the, the weighing of everything and the prepping and the whatever, but it became habit. You just yeah. work at it. And then you figure out after a while, like, okay, that's a cup of that. That's a cup of that. And you pretty much eyeballed it pretty well. Shout First off, shout out to Lex. 100%. Oh, yeah, Lex yeah. was the one that got us on it all. Yeah, so without yeah, her, yeah. we wouldn't be shit. Yeah. 100%. And you said like six months down the road, I, I, you know, I can either look back and, and X, Y, or Z. Did you actually have that in your mind? Like, all right, let me let me do this for three months, six months. Did you have that in your mind? Like where you wanted to be? Did you have a time frame? Um, I mean, definitely it was wanting to fulfill the, you know, the, the full program. I was like, if I'm going to do it, you're going to do it all the way. Like, yeah, not yeah, this half ass. Go to the end, whatever and, and, it was. And, and, right. uh, and it, it, there's, and time, there's time frames within. I'm pretty, yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure the, the original the template PDF is, template was three months. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It was. You know, uh, one thing I learned actually from one of our old coaches at CrossFit GSP, uh, uh, he, wasn't, he, was, he wasn't a CrossFit coach. He was a weightlifting coach, Evan Pounds. Mm -hmm. He was talking about goal setting. And uh, what was interesting was it connected with something in nursing for me. But what he said was, you know, goals have to be specific time limited and measurable and and reasonable so like for any one of us here to say not to bash us but for any of us here to say i'm gonna snatch 275 pounds in two weeks mm -hmm. it's not reasonable like we will kill right. ourselves before we do that right right in a year possibly if we went on an only program and did that when I was in uh, nursing school, I had learned about goals. And, and it's funny because I don't know about your parents, but my parents did not teach me like how to set goals and priority, right? But in nursing, I learned uh, if you have a nursing intervention, let's say um, you want to prevent someone from developing a decubit eye, which is like a, a, a sore in their back from laying down in the bed, right? So, or, or they have one already. Let's say it's like two inches big. Like your goal is I want to reduce this... Uh, I want to reduce this uh, sore by a quarter of an inch by three weeks. And then mm -hmm. this is what you're going to do to do that. You know, is that goal reasonable? Is it measurable? Is it time limited? And so when Evan said that at, at like a Oli class, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I should be applying this to my life. I should be applying this to my fitness and to my work, like with what kind of salary I want to have, what kind of work I want to do. 
And uh, that's been a game changer, right? So even like, again, like a competition that we'll have, you know, all right, we have three months time. I should be doing these kinds of workouts because these are the workouts that we're doing or this marathon. I was like really calculating week to week, like how many miles I should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that really gets you to the goal. So like the whole idea, you know, again, comes back to like this sowing seeds, like you know what you want to do, but you got to plant the seeds to get there. And this idea that uh, we can just have um, these things just by hoping and wishing, you know, it's, it's kind I don't of. I know, but that, that's what builds confidence. It builds self-esteem. You try and I try to teach my kids that and my students that where it's small, manageable goals build confidence. Right. You set a goal for yourself and you did it, whether it's a small task for the day or for the week or for the month, or for the year, you just set it out. Measure it and you, and you and you feel you have worth. Oh, I've hit my goal. Yeah. Let me go again. I felt good. That felt great. And and that's how you build confidence. And then they don't set they set either too big a goal. I'm going to be an NFL football player. That's great. But you, what are you doing to get there? It's just yeah. an idea because you see it on TV. You see it's great. But why, why do you want to be that? What about that profession? Is it you love the sport? You love the the prestige of the sport? You love the TV time of it? Like what is it you like about the sport? And they're trying to tell them. Keep it small. Keep it calculated. Keep it manageable. Like you're gonna be the best running back for that week, and that or whatever you're doing, whatever the task is, you just try and small, measurable goals build confidence in kids, and that's something you're missing today. They yeah. just don't have a structured goal setting. What's your goal for your for yourself for this class or for your sport or for your friends or for whatever you're doing? It doesn't matter what it is for your video game, anything, whatever yeah. it is. Did you hit your goal? What were you doing to get your goal? And then that's what builds confidence in these in anybody. You know, if you talk a lot of, to a lot of adults, like uh, even people our age, a little bit younger, like what's your five-year plan? People don't have a five-year plan, 10-year mm-hmm. plan, 24. I have uh, a five-day plan. Uh, yeah, like it's wild. How's your weekend me. looking? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea to play bro, it by bro, ear. Bro, it's Thursday. Play it by it's, ear. It's, it's Thursday. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Uh, there's a, a sports psychologist named uh, Dr. Kevin Elko. I'll never forget this. Actually, Name drop. Yeah. yeah. Dr. <laughs> Kevin, could you send Sal $100? Yeah, no, he, had, he had a saying of see a little, see a lot, see a lot, see nothing. And with that, it was talking about, you know, with, let's say for football, uh, you talk to a wide receiver. It's like, you want to score a touchdown. Okay, well, break it down. How are you going to score a touchdown? Well, what do you need to do first? Yeah, Jacob, you need to run your Jacoby route. Jacoby Myers. There you go, buddy. There's your name. <laughs> you haven't scored a touchdown all season. I have no idea what either of you are talking about right but now. But anything Wide receiver catches the ball. This is uh, tennis, uh, hockey. NFL. National NFL. Football League. Uh, Polo. Polo. Tom Brady throws the ball to Tom people. Brady still plays football? 100%. Yes. But I figure I know that name. I hear he's no Who longer he playing for the, the New England Giants. Is that right? <laughs> Correct. Who he throws the ball to no, is a wide receiver. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. All right, I'm on board. Person who catches the the ball. My parents didn't sow the seed in me to watch sports, so I, I'm, I'm really lost. <laughs> That's all Joe Ma- Does Joe Montana still play for the... the Cherry Rice is wide receiver. The 69ers, right? Is 100%. It? Wow. <laughs> 76ers, uh, 49ers, yeah. 68ers. I actually saw somebody wearing a 49ers jersey at my kid's daughter, da- uh, daddy daughter dance. I'm like, I haven't seen a 49ers jersey since like the early 90s. When they were good? Yeah, and that was big for us, I think, growing up. That, you know, that was them, the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys. And starter yeah. jackets. Yeah. Or, uh, did they say, did they still say, we them boys? Is that still a thing? Oof. Is that still, and they <laughs> do, but. <laughs> is that still a thing? It's a no. question mark now afterwards. We, oh, say, we them boys? We them Does boys? Emmett Smith still play for the Cowboys? He used to last year. He retired last year. He retired last year. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Many years ago, Bob. No, but so see a see See a little. little. You have like a a lot. Mad ninety eight knowledge of football. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. You know, like when you when you tackle the guy and the lightning strikes. That was always awesome. NFL blitz. Yeah. No. (laughs) That's classic. So see see a little. See a little. See a lot. See a lot. See nothing. 
So, so looking at the small picture, looking at the little things you have to do to get to the big picture. Uh, it's not just like, you know, you've talked about in your podcast, like you've wanted this house that you have. It's a beautiful house. You needed to do the little things to get there. Mm. You know, you needed to get a job first. Mm. You need to get a job. Then you need to save the money. And then after that, it just kind of these bills are right, need to get a mortgage. Now I need to be able to find the house. And there's, you know, obviously there's a lot more steps in there, but like, you couldn't just go, I want to buy that house. And yeah, I mean, uh, like it's, it's, it's a process. Even, even with this house, you know, I, we had a one bedroom condo first, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, and that's all I could afford at the time as I don't want to rent. And like, you know, we were talking about, you know, one bedroom, it's harder to sell. Right. But, right. but that's all I could afford at the time. So we got that and then it lost a ton of value. Right. Mm -hmm. So that that's the risk you take, you know, and that's the risk I was willing to take. Mm -hmm. And we were able to eventually sell it. And after many, many years of being in the negative and had a starter house. Right. And then once we had our third child, it was too small. Right. So it, was, it wasn't like we went from getting out of college and getting a house like this. It was like, right. We, we, it the was little, like a succession. all the little things you need to do. Yeah. And, and with school, your education, everything you want to do, your profession, yeah. you want to be a doctor. It's a like, great, well, you need to do the little things first. Yeah. Like, it's not just, I just breeze through, get my undergrad and I'm going to be a doctor. It's years of school, years of practice. Like it's, it's many more things than that. So, yeah. um, that's always been something that stuck with me. That phrase that just how, how much you can break it down that things really need to be broken down for you to really actual, you know, to see that the goal and mm. how to achieve it. Yeah. So I like that. I like that a lot. So what are your guys kind of major goals right now? Where do you see yourself in five years? Five years? Yeah. Do you guys have a five year goal? How old am I in five years? Five Maybe years? 45. 45. Let's see. I hope it's still alive. <laughs> um, honestly, still uh, working out the tendency level that I'm at right now. Um, our main focus, uh, family health, family structure, them growing up, my, both my girls and my lady, all my ladies, uh, developing and moving along as they're supposed to five years, they'll be 13. So they'll be talking back more than ever. Uh, so not honestly, um, working on, um, patience and developing as a parent is what I'm really, my main focus of my life really is at this point right now. And professionally, I think freshly I'm hitting my stride now, you know, year 15 of the job. So that's coming along really well. Um, and understanding, you know, the mind of a 12 year old child when trying to learn uh, math and just what they're going through in life and understanding being actually being a parent, made me a better teacher, honestly. Oh yeah. How so? How so? Um, because honestly, it's not like when you get upset with a kid and you didn't have children, you just, you know, sometimes you let it rip, you yeah, know, yeah. you get upset with them. But then now I'm like, that's someone's, that someone's kid. They, they tuck in at night and they, you know, kiss on the forehead at night or they do whatever that I, I do to my kids. And I'm like, that's yeah. someone else's kid. I don't, I shouldn't just let it rip when I used to. And I was, you know, 24 and you get annoyed with the kid. Where's your homework? Where's your homework? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that part of it. And then, uh, as you get older, you get, you know, more patient and understanding as where people are coming from and just better, better, better at the job. Like my, my job is very repetitive in a sense that, you know, every year I teach the same content, new kids come in. Um, around the same, that's the same, but new crop, I do the same program again. So it's the same. So I get to fine tune it much like, I guess an NFL coach gets to fine tune his program for coaching, you know, sure, new, new teams sure. NFL come coach. Yeah, yeah. or, um, totally. or a new team, anyway, any, any sport, you know, yeah. you know, imagine the team leaves and then new, new crop players come through, you know, that are, and you just put them through your program and they go through again. Um, but you know, that, that's maybe a, a better, a better teacher and a better, better parent, but five years, I'd say just, um, being the uh, the best parent I could be. That's that's my main focus. That's the main job in life right now. Is that a uh, better partner for my wife? Much I joke around with her. She, you know, I hate being the cliche. So she's my best friend and anything like that. But you know, 
we have a great time. Like when I hang out with her, it's just hilarious. We have a good time. Like how you see us in the gym or out, out, out it's how we are together when no one is privately, looking yeah, yeah. privately. It's the same stupidity and nonsense that we sing each other constantly. The last time you guys were over for brunch, Arlene and I were just uh, observing you two. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw, but like Dan had this like loving smile on his face every time he was looking at Kim. I'm like, man, this man's in love. This is a beautiful oh, thing. Oh, she's, she's the best. Yeah, she's yeah. By, she, I, I tell her all the time, like she's, she's my, she's the better half. She's fantastic. Yeah. We have a really great, and we, but it, it's never taking that for granted and understand that it always takes work and no matter how good it is, you still work at it. Like when yeah. you hit a, you hit a, you hit yeah, a great yeah, yeah. lift. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. My cleans are looking great. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. still takes work and time yeah. to hit it. A hundred percent. You know, actually I was, I was just, talk, again, I, I keep referencing people that I'm working with, but um, I had this, um, this like 15, 16 year old girl who, who kind of was this, she was obese at the time, very low self-esteem. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in her house. Her aunt basically took her um, and let her live with them for like the school year and she just became a whole different person. She lost a ton of weight. She was really into fitness. She was more social and then she had this like self-esteem and then eventually became this like inflated self-esteem, you know, mm-hmm. where she thought she knew the answers to life. She knew better than her parents. Her parents are not mentally as well as she is, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, I just met with her this past week and she was like, you know what? I realized I had a big ego and like now I realize I have to keep doing all those things that were helping me to be well because right now I'm not well. I stopped doing all those things and I lied to everybody and I said I was. And I, and I told her, I was like, you know, I saw the ego building up. And what's funny with the ego like, and when you do things for a while and you get good at them, it's really easy to, to be comforted in that. And like, oh, I got this. And I think it's like the moment that you say I got this is when you don't. No, got see, it. I learned a long time ago that, that yeah. perspective is not good for oh, you. It's that, terrible. that it's it's a never ending not struggle, a never-ending process yes. of, of constantly evolving and getting better at being the better partner, the better parent, that whatever you're doing, that if, as soon as you think you have it, then you've lost it. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you never actually have it until the end, until you're done. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's why they say that, that phrase, right? That old adage, uh, pride become, uh, pride cometh before the fall, right? Like, yeah. you have this pride and then it's like, you know, I mean, I see this too. Like, you know, like, oh, our, mar- our marriage is awesome now. Like, oh man, I'm so glad we're not in that space anymore. Oh, this is great. It's going to be forever like this. And then something stupid happens, you know, and it becomes like this whirlwind. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Don't got it. Don't got it. I'm not as humble as I thought I was. I am the most humble person in the world. That's like the <laughs> stupidest thing. You know, and yeah. what also helps that is that um, your children are always watching you. Yeah. Like, and, and how I and my wife process when, like, when, right, when things are good, it's easy yeah. to talk to, like, hey, how's, how's your day? How's this? When you're up against it and you have to actually, and they're still watching how you actually process it is how they're going to learn to do it. Yeah. Not what you tell them. Yeah. Oh, you should do this, do this, do this, this. They might listen, but they just, how you actually do it. Yeah. Is what they're going to do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I always have it in my mind. How I talk to Kim is someday how they'll let someone talk to them. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I have to have that for, or how they'll talk to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I'm like, I hope more of that one because yeah, yeah. I don't mind them talking down other people the way <laughs> Kim talks down to me sometimes. <laughs> um, but rightfully, it's rightfully deserved though. Yeah, but yeah. you know, you try and eat always, it's hard, but it's a constant member that they will pick up the good habits in you and the, and the not so good ones in you, no matter what you want, yeah. they'll look at you and that's it, that they're yeah. always watching you. Yeah. And that constant responsibility is very important to me. Yeah. Uh, so I put a lot of time and effort into that and that, that into myself, into the person I want to be for Kim and for them and for, for friends and whoever I would know, whatever it is, yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah. perspective and never being, uh, not satisfied with it, happy, but also I can be better. 
yeah, I yeah. can get better. I could always learn. And, and that just comes with time, just comes wisdom. As you get older, you get wiser because you have more experience and just more understanding of how the world is and how the world uh, unfolds in front of you sometimes. Yeah. That's a tough space, man, this uh, being satisfied. And, you know, uh, you guys watched Hamilton? Yeah. I've seen Hamilton. Like a, mi- a million so times. Many- You've never seen Hamilton. Qu- quarantine, wow. quarantine for me. Are was you a, an American? Frozen <laughs> Two and Hamilton. Frozen Two was high art. I've said this before. And oh, it's I will by say it far again. the greatest. Frozen it is high the art. Out there. Frozen One was trash. I've said this comment before. Trash. Frozen Two. Amazing. <laughs> Frozen Two was quite good. The Olaf song, a genius, genius, and just very true. YouTube it. It's amazing. But Hamilton was. Uh, my youngest daughter was Eliza for her fourth. Oh, that's so sweet. When she was four, she was Eliza for Halloween. Oh, man, that's amazing. She had a, a custom-made Eliza dress. You know, what four-year-old is Eliza? No, who would even think that? Other right? ones are like, you know, I'm a princess, yeah. and I'm a cowboy, or I'm a whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's Eliza from Hamilton. You know, th- there's that song um, where Eliza's singing, uh, look around, look around. It, and he's basically, she's basically telling uh, Hamilton to like slow down. Like, why can't you just be satisfied with your life? So it was funny because like, you know, I'm very goal oriented and uh, sometimes I could be too goal oriented. And Arlene's, she used to joke around and say that to me. Like she used to sing that song to me when I was like, wanted to do too much. She's like, why can't you just have enough? And uh, why can't everything just be enough? And you sing never enough from yeah, yeah. greatest showman. I do actually. <laughs> never, never. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I pay attention. You got me. I take notes. Yeah. I yeah. You. I got my notes. But uh, you know, one thing I, I had to learn was like to be content, you know, like, um, so like that, that's actually a, a major goal now like, for the, for the next like five years. It's like, don't move my job. Like I, I'm not that I, I don't want to move up or anything, but I've never stayed in the job more than a year or two. I just get restless and I just want more. And right now I'm in a good position. I just want to be able to, I mean, like I, I would argue that cause that's, that's worked for you as far as getting to the place that you want to get the house that you want to get the, the, goals that you had for yourself at the time but goals can change and you, people can change and evolve yeah, like, and over time of I, course because I, 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 i'm not uh you know it's funny my, my dad like he came to this country with ideas of being a millionaire right so like i get those expectations placed on me like so when i first got this place he says to me uh don't let this be your last house you know keep striving keep striving i'm like no like and he's like mm. you know and he's like, oh you need to get a better car why do you have a volkswagen you should get a BMW or a, a Benz, Mercedes Benz. I'm like, I don't, I don't. That's, that's like, I don't need to accumulate things. You know, like, uh, I, I mean, I have. I have a whole thing about cars. And yeah, yeah, Accumulating yeah. that's just status symbols. Yeah, and, exactly. And, you know, exactly. maintenance on those things and depreciation yeah, value is do, not worth an investment. Uh, mm. In my, I don't know. If that's a, a Tesla, that's a whole different story. Yeah, no, it's a different story because you're saving the environment. But, uh, but, but, but I mean, like, I mean, to drive around a car and pay the name drop, by the way, seven hundred thousand dollars. For me, I don't know. In my mind, if you have a car like that, you're paying it cash because you got money. But if you don't have the cash to pay the money don't buy that car you know that's i don't know that's a dave ramsey thing right mm-hmm. like you know, i agree very I, much dave, dave ramsey is like uh, the money saint to me um but yeah like that's kind of like where i'm at and also like you like kind of pouring into my children more and making that a focus but like even like health wise like keep doing what i'm doing to be healthy and maintain because right we're in the master's division now mm-hmm. like it's not about like crazy lifting heavy and i know the gym that we were once in it was like oh pick it up you bitch uh, now it's like, dude. Yeah, but that was like form was not even a. Yeah, like, no, what's, it was, what's, it was, what's form? No, no one knew what form was, you know? And so now that's like a, a major focus. But, um, you know, um, and a big thing for us too is like, you know, we're in this new community. So trying to find like a um, like a good community to be in. We used to be involved in like a, a different church. Actually, you're moving to Rutherford. Can mm-hmm. I say that? Uh, is that public? St. Joe's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we were going there. And, uh, you know, that was like kind of a big deal to us. But now trying to find one out here, I started going to. Uh, 
a men's group that gathers every other Tuesday. It's kind of funny because it's at seven uh, thirty in the morning on a, every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's in the church basement. So you guys see guys walking in. It's like Fight Club because no one. It's not like they have an advertisement for it. Like people just know. No you one. Know, no one talks about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No one. You don't really hear announcements about it. It's just in the bulletin in the obscure corner. It's like a very intense prayer club. Yeah, yeah. Run the same way, yeah. shirtless. Yeah, yeah. Two guys get in a cerno and start doing prayers. Actually, the, one of the guys there, he's oh, probably in his 50s or so. Yeah, he knew that I do CrossFit. So now he's invited me to join a bunch of older Masters Division athletes who are doing like CrossFit type workouts in a park, you know, a couple yeah. blocks away. I'm like, there are no CrossFit type workouts in a park. Yeah, I, I, I know. I understand. <laughs> I, understand. <laughs> I understand. But, you know, trying to develop in that way too, you know, that's really been a major thing. Um, Chris, how about mm. yourself? Um, is this too much pressure? Should we? Should we I mean, should I'm, we stop I'm the sweating. Record? I'm sweating. <laughs> nah, I mean, I think kind of to touch upon like what Dan or you said, um, it's to be forever growing um, as a person and in every aspect of my life. Um, honestly, I, mean, I don't have kids, um, so you know, you something know like that. Right? <laughs> um, but it's good. <laughs> he didn't you know, say I, no. I do. <laughs> shut up. Um, you know, I, I have nieces and nephews, and to me, like they are my kids. Um, I look at them like I would. Like I would, if I were to have kids, like I want to look at them, I want to be a role model to them. Um, anything that I do, everything I think about when I'm around them, I'm thinking this could potentially could impact them in their life. And I don't want to look back 10, 15 years from now and see them and be like, they picked that up from me. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that's a great thing about having friends like you guys that have kids and, you know, are married and, you know, are different, um, you know, part of the step of their life um, than I am, but I get to sit back and I get to see, and I get to take things that I see from other people and I get to say like, yeah, I'm not know, doing that. I, I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> that you know, didn't work out. Wow. Um, you messed that up pretty bad. But like one of the things like, you know, uh, you know, I've seen with you guys is, is that like, you know, your ability to balance and that like, I always had the impression that, you know, you get to a certain age and you have kids and whatever, like you kind of give up what you're about and like, to see that you're still able to find the balance in your day, whether you're you're doing what you want to be doing every day of the week, or if it's you know only a couple of times during the week, it just it doesn't mean you have to entirely give it up. And um, you know, I come from a family where you know the, the most selfless, like my mother is the most selfless person in the world. She does everything for everybody, and I love that about her. But I don't think I want to live my life like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's things like that where I'm like, you know, she's a saint and she could do no wrong. But I also wonder, I'm like, when are you going to, like, I want you to do stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, you know, I, again, I can look at anybody that I'm friends with and I can say, like, I love what you guys do. I love how you parent. I love how you are with your, with your spouse. And there's certain things where I'm like, man, like, like, I don't know if I would, if I would want to do it to that extent. Like, maybe I would want to do things a little differently. Yeah. And um, so I think from that, it's just going back to the goal setting is, is to constantly always be evaluating and to be looking at to where I want to grow and just, you know, not so much putting like a specific date or a number on something or something because uh, I don't know, uh, life is forever changing. And as you see, just for instance, with the pandemic that, it, you know, I don't think anybody planned for that and no. or, or, or had that as part of their goal um, to be able to survive like a pandemic. And, um, you know, but the fact of the matter is like if people prepared for it, they did and they were ready for it. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, like I said, I just want to be the best person that I can be, uh, the best friend, the, you know, the best potential like spouse to somebody and the, you know, potentially father, you know, uncle, anything in life. I just want people to be able to look back and be like, you know, he did things the right way. Um, or at least if 
if they don't agree with it, like they can at least understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, so when you play My Way in the background, it's slowly faded up. My <laughs> Way. Snake Prince Sinatra. <laughs> when I say That's no. why. I, mean, I had that playing in my head. Was it Jack Me? It was your girl who. Ooh, wee. Why are you so fly? Uh, uh. No? I, right. I, I, know, I know what you're talking Chris I, has I, the singing mic, so that's why I don't yeah. sound so good. Chris's mic, it's like auto-tune, you know? When he starts <laughs> singing, he's like Kanye. I needed it, that's why. <laughs> All right, so final question, and I, I'm curious about this. Are, is there going to be a return of jumbo shrimp and fish in competition? Oh, 100%. All right, good. I just mm-hmm. want to make sure. I'll be in the geriatric sure. division before I give this up. <laughs> you can wheel me out there and then take, take this up. I'm like, Dude, I'm doing all the recovery just to be able to make it back again, man. 100%. No, we'll have to find that, that right comp out there yeah. that has, you know, whatever. Festivus games. Probably and, and, do and not only that, I got to say, like, if, you uh, know, when, when this happens, like, again, I'm, I'm all about the shout-outs, given, given the, the, the respect um, to those that, you know, really had, you know, some kind of input in our in our journey. Um, you've had him on already on the show and your on your podcast, but mute. Oh yeah, the year that we had him for Asbury Park, I think that was the the best thing that was we could have ever done because yeah, look at the photo right there. There's there's we the have right piece of his art right we there. have memories yeah. from that that you know not only they you know just the memories but also like his photography is next level. So to be able to have you know these, these professional photos um, for the rest of our lives, like not only like they they. It's not like a cell phone photo, yeah. but it, this clear. It's beautiful, and it's forever gonna. We're gonna have this, and um, I mean, shit. If we're gonna do it again, like mute. I'm yeah, calling you gotta, out. He's got to um, go. You, you oh, I'm doing going top shelf. One hundred percent. Just he's saying. Gotta go. He's got. I'll start. Gotta I'll start saving now. That's yeah. the goal. That's the goal for that. But yeah, uh, um, uh, mute might be way out of our budget by the time that we, uh, we get back yeah. to competition. I know, right? <laughs> you know, we shot Jadakiss. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jada shot Jadakiss. No, camera. yeah, camera. <laughs> camera. I, I think we all <laughs> just, assumed he was just a to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I found out? Uh, I was on Facebook and I, uh, no, Facebook, whatever. One of the two. I saw. I follow Jadakiss. I'm a fan. So uh, I saw a shot of him, and it was he was kind of like '80s retro, like uh, like athleisure mm-hmm. wear. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool. I like the colors. This is really cool." And then uh, I was trying to get Mute to do something for my job. Actually, that was what sparked the whole "You're You're Dead right. to Me" podcast episode, yep. right? I got that one. Um, so because of that, I went on Mute's uh, Facebook, and then I saw the same photo that I saw mm. on Instagram on Jada Kiss's Instagram. I'm like, "Did he shoot this? No way!" And then I texted. I was like, "Dude, you shot with Jada Kiss?" And he's like. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, uh, Newt, yeah. just like everything is super yeah, chill. He's all right. Yeah, he's yeah. all right. He's all right. You it's know, fun, it's his crew was okay. Whatever. Yeah, but I definitely want to do that again. And what I love about um, one, of the, one of the cool things with fitness, whether it's CrossFit or running or any kind of event, I, I love like making it into like a little reason to have a vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, like doing oh, yeah. doing like the Airbnb and like it's a whole thing. Like your it's kids, the whole like, experience. It's, yeah, it's not yeah, just yeah, the not competition. It's about the competition. It's yeah, about yeah. the camaraderie yes. and, the, and, the, and the bonding. That's food. You know, because I love the food. I mean, yeah. And the early bedtime. The early, and, early and, bedtime. And, uh, <laughs> All of us going to bed at like 9 o'clock uh-huh. on our Friday night. Going, uh, going into a restaurant that we can't afford yeah. and then having a bed. That's all it. Right. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't. Not, <laughs> on the, not on the check. Not on the check. That was in uh, Long Branch, right? Yeah, like, Long Branch. Yeah, like, really like, fancy. We had, I had small it was kids. an avenue like, or something? Right yeah. Tiny. We're like, we're eh. many, I think it was like. Uh, what was it? We're uh, gonna go to the burger market place price, time. market price. Mar- I was like, yo, I, yeah, these market price places. I'm not playing you, you around. You said, like, yo, Annika, just pretend you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> go next door. You just carried her out. She's sick. 
So, I was like, now we're losing. Well, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get, we'll, we'll get another three-man comp in uh, someday soon. But I think for now, you know, we just keep sowing the seeds of our training, you know, keep doing. I, I think it's really cool, like you said, like trying to live this balanced life because I think that's key. You know, uh, you know, in terms of like us like doing what we're doing and living balanced, I feel like you have to do these things. You know, I tell Arlene, if I'm not doing these things that, that make my life enjoyable, I cannot be myself for you and the girls. Like, right. if, if I don't... Oh, well, that's very much. I mean, you're, you're sort of like building a house. Like, you're a foundation. And yeah. if you aren't taking care of yourself, you can't support anybody else. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't be you're, me. You're I can, a weak I, foundation. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, so... But if you spread yourself too thin, of course, then you obviously can't as well. But, I mean, yeah. you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually just talking to uh, someone the other day who, who was talking about wanting to be a therapist who was in recovery. And I was like, listen, if you do the therapy thing... You're gonna have to do way more self care than you're doing now because it's it's really a lot of work. So you want to be able to do what you want to do. You got to do all this like self care, you know. So like being a father, you know, being an uncle, like mm-hmm. um, to be an example, you got to do so much more on the back end, you know. That Kim will say that, I do too much self care, honestly. Yeah, I, I I have that. You're still with that. Like, you go out, you do everything you want to do. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's life. what makes you a great I dad, live, a, great, a great husband. That's why she has a ten out of ten husband. That's uh, true. That is uh, eleven out of ten. If you're I've, asking me, well, I think so. I think so. All right, folks. Well, listen. This was a lovely way to spend a Friday night. Thank you guys for joining me. I know it was kind of on the fly. Oh, this is hilarious. Man. Yeah, I'm enjoying myself tremendously. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Good. I can do this for hours. It's gonna be a this lot of editing, I'm sure. But no, I don't. I don't edit. It's all raw. Oh, I, I don't shit. edit. Yeah, uh, unless I was getting paid to edit. But there's all this is gold to me. There's nothing here that needs to be okay, edited. Okay, okay, okay. I, I was considering when when Dan couldn't figure out what he was. <laughs> oh, when I, oh, and I was like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, I completely lost. My, I'm trying to thought. I was like, I was like what if this goes I on for another 45 about? more seconds, I'm gonna what edit that. What was I talking about? I thought you were kidding. No, I was not kidding. I just. Completely lost my train of thought. I was I like, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, I just fucked him up. I'm like <laughs> talking, and then Chris made a comment. I'm like, that's funny comment. And I'm like, winning. Uh, winning. I'm like, that's the thing that Charlie Sheen saying yeah. it. Because the other day I sent, I, sent, I sent that I sent that gif to someone else winning, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. I sent a winning gif to someone. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Tiger blood, baby. I completely forgot. I still don't know what I was talking about. I have no uh, idea. But this is hilarious. I do this yeah. once a week. No, yeah, it's great. Absolutely. All right, well, if anyone's listening at what, midnight on a podcast Friday, idea, or, getting, yeah. getting bougie with Dan, Chris, and Sal. I'm actually getting bougie. And, <laughs> we, do, and we, do, we do like a 20-minute intro of like new products, and we, mm. try, and we try and get some. Oh, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Mm. Getting bougie with Dan, Chris, and Sal. And again, uh, one more time from our sponsors, June Shine. June Shine. Our if, future if, sponsors, <laughs> June Shine. Getting bougie with Jumbo Shrimp and Fish. I like that. See that? All right, guys, till next time. If you're still listening at the late hour, like uh, we are, good night, and we will see you next time. Thank you, fellas. Of course, our pleasure. Yes, thank you, man. Up until this point in our lives, we've done the best we could with what we've known. Hopefully today we've come to learn something new so we can be better to give better. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Upstream. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the dot upstream podcast and join us every other Tuesday for fresh content. Until then, just keep swimming, friends. Thank you.